0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the dogs football podcast here on this monday like we said we would to recap the homecoming affair that was against the jackrabbits it was an interesting game one we had a lot of chances to defeat the number one team we'll dive into it oh i'm nick moan joined by no alert Noah, that's the name of this it's another one of these games that we'll look back on and say should have had that one it was at home we had a great crowd uh so many recruits in the building the 83 team got honored Scottie Pippen might have been in the building I mean it just a lot of stuff here former dogs were there it had everything it had the typical homecoming atmosphere and no I, there were moments where we thought we had it in this game It just a little bitty things could have went our way and we could have <clears throat> knocked off that number one team South Dakota State what's going
1: on yeah just another game where I mean our, our elite defense shows up again and uh, holds holds the number one team and the best offense in the country to 17 points. I mean, shuts them out in the first quarter and gives your your offense all the opportunities in the world, but still the inconsistencies we've been seeing has showed up once again.
0: Yeah, and and we knew we said going in that you know you didn't this didn't want it needed to be a, this didn't need to be a game where you you had to try to get back in a groove. You know, you, you do that against the Murray State. It'd be nice if you could do it against him, but you you couldn't have foreseen it. You couldn't really expect us to get back into the groove and kickstart this offense against an unbelievable team like this. But, you know, again, everything going into this game was on our side of atmosphere and everything. And that was the case. South Dakota State won the, won the kick and they deferred, which was that, okay, let's see what this offense is made of from the get-go. And – it went well for the most part for a lot of the time. I mean, we'll mainly talk about takeaways in this game, but mostly the first parts of this game, you said it held them scoreless at the end of the first because South Dakota State appeared to have beat themselves a lot. They had a lot of, you know, penalties of delay games, fall starts, everything, but, you know, even some penalties in favor of us on a lot of our offensive drives. And we stormed downfield for a lot of it. We know we didn't have Roe. We did have Deontay back. In this game, we went down, or at least we had it. And, you know, some interesting stuff though. We mentioned how some play calls we, you know, we'll see once, not triple see it again because it's on tape. But just the fact that now for sure we've gone forward a couple of times on fake field goals. And then this game we went forward on a fake punt at midfield, fourth and four. Uh, and I just remember, you know, just being upset because you're at midfield, you're playing a dynasty. You cannot pump the ball. Cause we knew what it was. We'll talk, you know, Torney was good in this game. He was arguably maybe the best he's ever been. You called him out on the thing. We always call him out and he actually delivered for the most part in this game, but didn't want to do it. And Colton Hogue caught a snap and ran for, it. like I said, I looked down and I think I was about to tweet something just in the moment of how can you punt next thing you know, everybody's cheering cause Colton Hogue was running the sideline for a first down and 21 yards. And that gave us new life. We're, you know, we're pretty good in their territory But no, it stalled, and this is exactly what we've been talking about for the most part this whole time. Some incompletions, some mispasses, some short runs. A a penalty was in here on a false start, and then there was a – I mean, there was just a lot that happened. No, again, this this one stalled, but this is really all that happened throughout until we got the – until their special teams made a mistake. Take us through that because, again, the first part of this game, not much is worth talking about besides the fact that, you know – terrible first drive and how it ended but again our defense came to play that first defensive possession was incredible
1: yeah absolutely i mean this is just what you wanted to start i mean you you get what you get going you use that fake punt um and get more momentum and go on this long first drive where um you get it down to a third and manageable third and 6 and your left tackle falls start so it sets you up behind the 6 once again third and 11 and Nick gets nine yards, fumbles it, but it was kind of a, one of their guys touched it when he was out of bounds, couldn't got it. Vincent Davis jumped on it out towards the end, but um, then he gets fourth and two, and I'm just tired of seeing not just SIU, it's in football all the time. It's a shock. You're in fourth and short, and it's a shotgun handoff, and our line, like we've been seeing against the better football teams in this conference, just getting blown up again and, there's nowhere for Justin Strong to go, so um, obviously you can't do the, the 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 most popular thing in football right now is what the Philadelphia Eagles do—the tush push with a five-nine quarterback. But um, obviously, there's other ways to get it. But I'm just tired of seeing shotgun handoffs uh, when your your offensive line just overmatched against these better football teams right now. Um, then they just go down, and are and then it's just two elite defenses showing up right here from the get-go. We get the ball. um, They get a delay of game on their punt. Then a 59-yard punt where Jalen Reed should have fielded the ball, don't know why he didn't. So uh, a 60-yard punt just like that from their punter and puts us back um, on the 27-yard line instead of probably fielding it, and you got it towards midfield. Um, This is when, right after that, Jalen Reed got pulled from the game. We can say that right away. But um, then we go on another drive where – you start it, you get Isaiah for 12 yards, you get Justin for two yards and another false start. This one's on LaShawn Lester, so it sets you behind the sticks. Second and 13, third and 12, then a 38-yard punt for 20 on this one. Uh, then this one where we get the ball back after our defense does it. Um, they got called for unsportsmanlike on this one uh, that says Isaiah got a fair catch. Watching the replay and watching the game back, uh, I disagree with the call now. Uh, There was really, I mean, if it was, it was kind of like in the if anybody saw the Iowa game where the kid got called for saying he caught a fair catch, but he took it back for a touchdown. I didn't see very much at all from Isaiah. He was kind of going back, battling the sun and made a little bit. But if the refs didn't say nothing right away and he gets called for it, but um, gives us really good field position right around the midfield, around the 40-yard line.
0: I'm glad you said a couple of that stuff because, yeah, I saw the play you're talking about. And, and, you know, returners can kind of study that stuff. You can kind of fool the refs at times. You can kind of – we've seen that, you know, forever it seems like. But you don't see it as much until it actually pays dividends, let alone for a touchdown like some of those. But, yeah, Jalen, because, again, we keep seeing Dave Mitchell on the sideline and, and – and on crutches, Nick Hill never talks about him. He must not be very important in the grand scheme. He must be out for the season. We're thinking he is. Uh, but yeah, he gets pulled, and we're okay, Vincent Davis is on the depth chart for. It, but it is Isaiah, and you're right; he makes sim- you know similar mistakes, you know, in, in some of those facets of. Uh, but again, yeah, you can definitely fool the refs in some of that stuff, but. You're right, you know, decent field position, all that. And the Jalen Reed one was inexcusable puntness because just because I correlate my Chargers playing the Chiefs yesterday, even for our punts, you know, if they can pin us deep because they trust their defense, who cares if you pin the Chiefs back, if you pin, if you pin the Jacks back within whatever, because we did that a couple times in this game. They're just going to storm down. And luckily, you know, I'm not going to really compare SAU's defense to the Chargers defense in, in terms of college to pro in their own way because ours is Chargers or the – the SIU's is way better in that, in that sense, but you just can't, you know, you just can't make mistakes on special teams this is the bottom line. Even if, even when you're great, you got to know who you're playing. You got to buck down, but some of those things you mentioned how, um, you know, some of those things we can definitely mention right away is you saying Jalen, Reed got benched. And even we were talking, you know, throughout there was an offensive line change for the first time in years, we taught, you know, Jacob Cog- Coggle, which I think is how they pronounce it. We've been saying Coggle for a while. They, they say Coggle. He was out of the game, and Chase Evans slid over to center, and we saw Aiden Logan come in at guard. That was throughout the game. We can just say that now just in terms of benching players, the guys who just weren't getting it done, getting it done, or the fact that Jacob got hurt, we're not sure exactly. You know, It took a game like this for him to get benched, if, if, it, if that was the case over the course of his two seasons where we've definitely been outmatched some facets, and you said right there it's impossible to do shotgun handoffs to run whenever your offensive line just isn't doing isn't – doing, well at all and again that's it stinks that we don't have the guys we need for waivers this year for some of these things but um you mentioned that sean lester won too because we were you're right fall star which was ridiculous and you know it's third and sh- you know third and reasonable and then he um you know, gets us to that point and and Nick gets, you know, flushed in his face on the next play. And it was kind of a a screen to Sean. It was kind of thrown bad, but again, it was, it was good enough for the fact that Nick had somebody in his face and Sean had tipped off his fingers and it was incomplete. And that's where we punted. But again, we sustained. And even when they had their official drive of storming down, we had our first drive of seven minutes. This one for the Jacks was about four forty. They go down and they, you know, incomplete passes to the Yankees. We were saying how if you get those guys over the middle, there were some moments where if you just hit those guys hard, they won't do it. We went back to other games to say once that happened, guys just quit doing it. So that kind of happened. You kind of saw it as, you know, our run defense was there to play for a while. Zay Davis wasn't, oh you know, getting anything crazy. Grudowski was incomplete in passes, but they missed a field goal. And it was, you know, 48 yards. That's pretty long for a guy. We talked about how the wind was going southeast in the stadium the wind was gusting all day because the fact that they they missed it we had ops right after that miss Deontay for 11 yards and then no we get to a point where you know these two plays right here is stuff if you got to back stuff up if you're going to do stuff like this so we get to a point Nick converts a third and eight run and then he's right along the Jackrabbit sideline by the players and he is you know irking up the crowd saying you know, be louder to the dog pound that's there and other fans. But he probably says something to the players. We know how Nick is really competitive in that sense, and they flag him for unsportsmanlike. So that sets us up. You know, moves us back a little bit. But Noah, I mean, shortly after that, clearly he gets picked, and it was and it was a play. I thought it was Isaiah initially. People were saying it was Deontay, but he, I mean Noah. He again, southeast wind, so it's blowing in the space. He tries to lace one upfield to one of those guys. Easy, you know. Wrong shoulder to the receiver, and their corner just picks it off with ease and then gets a decent run to the point that then led the six on that end. No, it didn't take them long to go down and score. Those are the kind of things. After a missed field goal, you go down, you have decent plays up to a point, and then you give it away. And granted, you know, Nick does have some inopportune interceptions. It hasn't been all season for the most part. He does have turnovers this season. But that one was an excusable no, because, again, the wind, let alone the, just the decision. Forcing it to guys, and then again, like I said, they go down. And how did how did they score? Because again, these are really the only points leading up to halftime, when it was literally just seven total points.
1: Yeah, just one of those things where Nick Baker, I mean, inexcusable getting that penalty. It doesn't matter if you were going towards saying something to the other team or not, you're on that sidelines. You just got to be smarter than that. This is supposed to be your leader, this football team and this offense. And he does something stupid like that to cost you yards. And then he backs it up with, you, he has a Deontay on a post wide open. If he just leads him, it's, it's, a, it's a touchdown easy. We tie this game up instead. He under throws it and throws it to the wrong side of Deontay and it's easily picked and they just go down real quick. I mean, complete short left to Yankee for 21 yards. Then next thing you know, after Isaiah Davis, two yard run, it's play action, deep Griffin wild, 49 yards burns, DJ Johnson, easy 14, nothing touchdown. And right then and there, you're just like, Oh boy. And we're, we put ourselves in a hole, had so many opportunities. Do we have enough to come back against a team like that?
0: Definitely wouldn't think so. Yeah. Burned by DJ and DJ actually after that made up for it a little bit on some plays, tackles for losses, breakups some other things that try to keep us in game along with the entire defense. But yeah, that's you know, that is how the second half kicked off. The next thing you know, we're down 410 that we knew in the moment, you know, and then you put right after they do score that first touchdown, they get it back and then you, you can't muster up anything before the half you know ends to where it's like, okay well it's not the end of the world they get the ball out a half you know oh, the best team in the country is going to make adjustments and they did again yeah, yeah they scored with these you said it there which Isaiah Davis that was the first touchdown was all him on that on that finished off drive but yeah this one too Griffin Wild that did beat DJ Johnson for 14th and then we put it right back you know there are some decent moments all for not this is whenever Twenty actually hit some decent or 32 punt, 32 yards. But again, there's some that rolled that were kind of in our favor. Then they punt it right back. The defense kept kept showing up in this game. There was Tim Barga had a had an offsides when it was third and 16. They got him to third and 11. but they weren't going to take any chances deep in their own territory. They just handed it off knowing, the, knowing that they could get a great punt and that they did. 62 yard punt. And then we actually do great things. We, you know, we feel off a feed off a couple of their penalties uh you know they had a couple rough in the passers which people were looking back and saying there was no way for that they reviewed it for targeting it wasn't targeting but still at the first down for us clearly and then uh Nick gets sacked for a nine yard loss but he loses the ball so that ends it that's a red zone opportunity that just got that was we were at the 20 yard line Nick gets sacked loses the ball they get it but then no they go down you know and this is a we talked about what their red zone efficiency is and what our red zone defensive efficiency is. We've seen it at multiple times so much this season. It was all about what was going to give in this game kind of thing. And they were, they look like they're going to score the easily in field goal range. They're going to go up 17, nothing like we, you know, kind of expected or intended. And then they had a couple other penalties. They had shot block penalties that everything that led up to a, a forced pass by Gronowski on third and goal to Hines that gets tipped a little bit mark davis knows exactly where he's at keeps himself in bounds for the touchback interception so again that's incredible um that mark davis is able to come up that clutch in you know the red zone that gives us a chance because then you know, that led us to the certain point and then we went 80 yards and barely three minutes to go down deontay 25 yards another roughing the passer um they got us great field position and then you kept going and then Noah Nick actually found Deontay led him for this touchdown on fourth and two again our fourth down efficiency you know maybe a little bit bad it's you know we've been great all year it's been you know some moments where it hasn't worked but then this one of course had to work and we mustered up a play that you know Deontay, Deontay got the separation and we scored Noah we thought this is whenever we were going to Work our way back. And, you know, of course, we just allowed, you know, nine minute drive here. The Jacks went on after our defense, you know, didn't have a whole lot of rest. You know, three minutes is what it is after even a touchdown. But you no, know, they just went right downfield and did pretty much everything what they, you know, expect to do as a great team. But they pretty much wasted so much of the second half to where we got a late chance to to score three points and we did on another. 60 yards to two minutes drives, but no, that's all for naught. We were already pretty much out the door looking to go eat. And, you know, we knew they were going to try an onside kick, but did not work. That was the only hope they had. So, you no, know, overall, a, a seven point defeat with all those opportunities in this game. Again, finding Deontay for that. We thought it was going to swing everything until our defense just couldn't get off the field. They were connecting on third down. The one thing in this game we were able to do against them was not only turn Gronowski over, because we said before, we have done it before, and it was just a nice play by Mark. But other than that, you know, their third down efficiency kind of went down. Granted, it was minuscule because they were so great before that and the red zone efficiency. Other than that, no, it was a defensive game that clearly kept us in this game. Uh, So many moments in this one. Uh, We've talked about, you know, what this team has to be, we need to just score points. Our defense, and Nick Hill said it today, it is a championship defense, and that it is. I said during the game, if we had, if anybody that needed a good defense that was consistent on offense, they'd go win the championship because it seems like even if the Jacks are the only undefeated team in the FCS, that this one could, there's some parity. There could be some teams that could do stuff in these playoffs, but no, we we can't be one of those teams if it's inconsistency. You're, your overall thoughts throughout the, you know, the rest of this game, your overall thoughts on it before we dive into the box score. you can do that after your, after your final words.
1: Yeah. Just one of those games where, I mean, you've had some momentum shifts towards our side, but I just really feel like this is a game where it, it was never out of their hands and they did exactly what they wanted. I mean, it just shows you, I think these are the two best defenses in the country and you saw it on Saturday It just, how many opportunities? I mean, the defense. If you're on that defense, you gotta be so frustrated that this offense can't score points. I mean, just going back, going back and seeing the replay of that Nick Baker fumble it was a play action. You had Sam Newman coming off to hit the end, and even had help from uh, Justin Strong. It was just piss poor effort by both of them. Guy comes unblocked, and there's obviously as a quarterback, you want Nick to hold on to the football, but those two guys just whipped terrible effort and your quarterback fumbles a football and luckily Mark Davis makes that play and they don't go up even more but just you got to be offense I don't know exactly I mean I was telling you guys you and our buddy that went with us it looks like we're you would think we have a defensive-minded coach and that's not even the case I mean this offense has to be something better just jumping in the box score I mean, we were once – both teams 4 of 12 on third down. Both defenses I tell, show you right then and there. Um, we were right there in the possession game. First half in the possession game, we held the ball really long, but it just just shows you that's fourth quarter drive. They went on a drive and iced the game. That's what the kind of offense is. You had three opportunities to get off the field and didn't do it in that last drive defensively. Just where – they wore that our defense down because on the field way too much. But, I mean, Nick – besides the fumble and the terrible pick 20 of 24 for 225 and a touchdown I mean besides the two turnovers that's just efficient Nick Baker and he just he tried to do I guess too much even though he had Deontay wide open but he I mean only missing four passes and had the he got sacked four times I mean he has a a lot of opportunities to be better and it, it you can tell by listening to his post game, it's going to drive him nuts. Um, just thinking about it. Cause he, he said it multiple times in his post games. He's just thinking about those couple plays and it's the fumble. It's the missed touchdown to Deontay, but um, he had his, his normal just do, do what he's supposed to do. Don't, put it in jeopardy and he did on that one play to Deontay and obviously Justin Strong and Sam Newman um, who hasn't played much for this Saluki football team we were excited for him when we got a Juka, but a piss poor effort by both him and Justin um, caused Nick to have a fumble.
0: Glad you said Sam Newman I'm glad you corrected me because I had in the notes that it was Aiden Logan that's what we thought initially but yes it was Sam Newman that came in to do that and you're right missed assignments and it we're not playing complimentary football right? that the fact that we should have an offense that granted even points throughout or the points per game were what they were. It was around 30, 27 to 30. Like, yeah, that's a good number. And our defense was allowing what 19, like that should be a recipe for, yeah, sure. We've had awesome moments this year. We'll look back at the end and say, well, is our, is our schedule, you know, our wins besides the Austin P who's consistently now in the top 25 other than that, our, our wins aren't the best. Like you, we know we're a good team, but we need to like, and we showed in this game, we'll talk about the rankings. We didn't fall far because of we showed an effort. And hopefully people weren't just looking at the box score or the final, you know, the final score, 17 to 10 and think, okay, we played with them. And they didn't like dig deep in moments of this game, but they could see like, yeah, we missed so many chances in this one. I mean, if you, you said at four of 12 each on third down, if you hold a team who was 64% on third down to four of 12, you have the same amount of total yards And they have 13 penalties for 125. You should beat them. That's bottom line. I mean, this is the most the South Dakota State's kind of been on the ropes all year in certain moments or haven't looked themselves since the Montana State game weeks ago, where they were down 10-0 and then they just stormed back. Like that's how you know that we are the team, we are that kind of team. If we could just do better on offense and those more and those and those just many moments of again complimentary football to actually help out the cause and actually make us a complete team. So just it kind of is ridiculous looking back at some of those plays that you said some of the players are in Nick, especially are talking about just mistakes. And that's obviously that's football you're always going to look back. You watch film, so I'm not going to do that again. But again, yeah, you're going to play teams that aren't like this team to where you'll look you know you'll just regret not get you know getting this team while they were down and they did definitely make it made adjustments in the second half yeah nick was fine otherwise besides those mistakes he was efficient he's been efficient throughout most of his career but again you know down to the nitty-gritty it's not always his fault for fumbling clearly if they just get a good hit on him because of other teammates but definitely the pick was his fault it comes down to you know as a team it's it's a group effort and mistakes are there nick us in rushing too because yes we couldn't get anything colton Hogs on here for a. A punt, a runoff, that fake punt. He's on here. Justin was 9 of 16, just couldn't get anything. 83 total, but thanks to Knicks 31, he got sacked four times. But he did take off a lot. Uh, and I, I know I watched some videos. Their players were talking about him taking off a lot on the game. Deontay, I mentioned how he'd be a dog. he'd be the dog of the game if he put up 40 to 50 yards and just showed, you know, back and healthy. He had seven for 88 and that touchdown. But we saw him get hurt at the end of the game. No one talked about it today. Uh, and it looked like it was a lower body injury again, and we very well couldn't see him the rest of the year. No one's going to talk about it, and we clearly need him to open up this offense. Clearly, if he can do this, this is one of his best games of the year, maybe his best. He's only played in four games, but um, again, so we'll wait, we'll await word on that, see if Deontay will be you know, if he's not playing against Western, that's fine, but after that, we'll need him for sure. Vincent, three of 76, a nice game from him, Justin, four of 29. It wasn't Isaiah's best, the one for 12 uh moments in this game and then Jalen three of seven uh and then Noah defensively I mean who who led the way on defense it was kind of a, a group effort we predicted some linebackers to lead the way and it was Dune and PJ doing great things at the start definitely on that first possession uh but who led the way on defense or who at least sticks out
1: yeah definitely I mean Dune Smith and PJ are flying who had a really solid I mean he's been I mean, Mr. Consistent is bed Steed right now, and since we hit Valley play, he's been very good. Uh, Branson Combs climbing up, showed up a little bit today. Obviously, hasn't been himself, hasn't been that All-American we expected him to be, but he had six tackles. Colin Bohannock had a sack and uh, six tackles. Cam Bougie had his sack, five tackles. He showed up a little bit um, than just other guys that I mean, Dante Cleveland and those guys. Devin Love had a big stop in this game at one point. I haven't seen him a lot this year as a senior. Made some plays there, but definitely PJ and Dune led the way with Ubed right behind him.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good sign. We saw Devin Love. We saw him. Mean, we saw Avian Gross in this game. He had one tackle. You know, it wasn't the most, but like when you see guys come and fill in, again, your depth at this point in the season is a good sign. Yeah, Nick touched on a lot of. He was asked about defensive players who's made jumps, and he mentioned Ubed and a lot of other guys. Not many better than PJ at his respected position. Uh, so yeah, a couple, of, only two sacks. Other than that, you know, fine overall. Again, they were fantastic. That's all we can say. The defense keeps us in games all of the time. So again, it's it's one of those games where, again, you you make them commit that many penalties. You you same amount in total net yards. They ended up crushing us in rushing yards, of course. But other than that, you should have won this game because they weren't playing at their best. You need to kick them while they're down, and we didn't do that at the end of the day. Some other housekeeping things, we did see – or James Caesar was there. We mentioned how he's been trying out for the XFL. Uh, he uh, he was there, you know, with, in the same getup with the headset on, helping out the guys. We haven't seen a lot of Zach Gibson this year, as we know. When Deontay was hurt, we saw a little bit. He was really good against Missouri State. Uh, he tried to throw a pass in this game. Uh, which we know before he was back in high school, he threw the ball. He was a quarterback and he worked his way into being what he is now. He's just not being used, but he'll throw, he'll try to throw one pass and he couldn't get the throw off and just ran it for a couple yards. So it was kind of just wasteful kind of things. That's how you use guys like that, of course. Did see Branson get hurt, but he did return in the game. Uh, Jake Baumgart was on PATs and Thomas Burks remained on kickoffs and obviously kicking the field goals, but we did see Jake Bumgart on PATs. Um, and just to finish this off, because, again, we wanted to be better at home this year, and it seems like clearly we have. We're either dominating teams. Granted, you know, Austin P was great. Missouri State wasn't great, and we have one at the very end of the season. That's whatever. We have a really hard one in, in a couple weeks. Uh, but it clearly shows we're really good at home. If we were to play Youngstown at home, we even if we got beat, we don't lose by 28. A lot of facets happen when you're on the road doing different stuff. But – if we were at Brookings, I think we, we got smoked, but since we're home, we fed off this energy we've become, it looks like a, an actual home team. We've said before we wanted a home playoff game, but we're not going to get that unless we, unless we went out. That's the only way you can get a home playoff game is if you win out and we have a really hard games coming up. So uh, we mentioned some dogs of the game, what those could be Deontay and maybe Bohannock or PJ of the likes. Uh, I think there was like 11,000 something people. They said the most, the most people since 2014. So Noah, I mean, again, a lot of people were there to watch the game. Not only everything else that I say, Craig James was there on his bye week. We'll get to more NFL Salukis here in a sec. But no, who all was in attendance to watch this one again? We, we kept it close and it didn't, I don't think, sway anybody in a negative light of anybody that was there or commits that were there. No, who all was there? We, we knew about a couple, but there were some other ones that we knew about after the fact.
1: Yeah, we knew E.T. Harris, our quarterback commit. Um, was there he I think he brought a couple teammates up there um, but a lot of other guys were there we mentioned and Bussy, um, a defensive end and tight end from Hickman we saw him actually in person um, he was there that's a big guy to watch out for if we can get him um, a 2025 guy from Helios Catholic um, offensive defensive lineman Chase Wisecarver 65 280 he got a he got a visit there um luke gibbs he's a 6'2 220 pound linebacker um he's a 2024 guy as well so that's another linebacker to watch out for um from up in ohio made the trip down some other guys brian briar roland um he's a christopher guy um local kid watched took a visit um kitten loffman was there again that's a guy that make a priority, a kicker, a punter. I mean, their kicker yesterday for South Dakota or Saturday for South Dakota state, he was doing both. He was punting and kicking. So if you can find the guy that's great at both and be able to steal something like that, that'd be a great opportunity. Another 2025 guy there um, from Desmet high school out in Missouri, 6'3", 285 Hudson Brewer. He was there, Sam Robinson, another 2025 guy from Desmet, 6'3", 275-pound, offensive lineman. Uh, We mentioned Noah Nyberg from McCracken County was going to be there. He was there. Sam Green from Salem High School, 2024 quarterback athlete, was there in attendance. Uh, Connor Sullivan, we mentioned he would, from Casey Wellsfield, would make an attendance. He showed up Saturday, 6'1", linebacker athlete from a pretty good school. Uh, there's probably lots of others that didn't post, seen a lot of guys wearing um, tags that they were com- they were recruits. So a lot of guys to stay tuned in. There's some guys we'd love to ha- have to keep adding to, and we got two more home games to get guys there.
0: Yeah, this was a big one because a lot of important ones were in attendance for sure, and good to see ET here, and then you mentioned some others. Yeah, we would like to have Bussy. Hopefully he liked what he saw. His tweet said that was – the case uh quickly around the valley what happened this past week south dakota was struggling and and uh and tear out as we as we said teams do struggle there but they ended up getting the job done one by two touchdowns youngstown won another barn burner that's all they're in they score a lot and they're in barn burning games except ours i State that great defense they put up 41 points at home against them at the ice box whatever they call it down there they won by three missouri state held off Murray State at home. That was an interesting game that we've talked about. North Dakota State pounded Western to get them to 0-7, 52-7 at the Fargo Dome. And then an unbelievable game was you and I at home shutting out the Fighting Hawks of North Dakota, 27-0. North Dakota's been riding high as heck recently. They were beating their home state rival, all these things, you know, a perennial top-10 team, and then they get shut out. It's not what you want to do. That is a really, really bad look. For them in this game but uh, rankings wise also uh, let's see Craig Haley had his out he always has his out earlier he had us at 11 Uh, I think Joe DeLeon he usually has us around he had us at 10 this was really around the rankings that we have been at is we said what 10 to 13 the triumphant hole pole had us at 11 I think Sam Herter had us at 12 FCS fans nation radio had us at eleven, and then the AFCA had us at twelve. So again, we're all, we're fluctuating around those. We mentioned commits earlier, just because I'm looking at our feed. We retweeted Tyrese Reed his offensive and defensive line regular season highlights earlier. Just some touch up stuff on that. We'll talk about them at the end of the week. Nick's Prester on Monday here quickly. Nothing too notable about the games, but it, it came to it, and he was asked about, and it's unfortunate how. Well, very unfortunate for sure, is finding out that somebody on the team had a parent pass away, I think, today or in the last couple of days since the game. And Nick Hill had to deal with that and, um, you know, consolidate the player, Antonio James. So he, he talked about that. A lot of the media wish their condolences. And as we do as well, obviously, we don't know who it is. We don't care who it is. But we you know hope that, um, you know, they're getting the support that they are getting right now. And we offer our remorse here. Uh, at dogs podcast, I know I think that's pretty much it. You know, from this last week, I mentioned Craig James was at our game on a bye. Uh, Ryan and Mike Cole played the uh, let's see here. Um, well, as we know, Jeremy is hurt as well from this past week, though. Who won the Falcons beat the Buccaneers? I think on a game winning field goal, if I had to look real fast, uh, Mike Cole did not have a catch in this game, but on, on Ryan's side. He was third on the team in tackles with ten total, six solo tackles. Uh, so again, they faced off. That's pretty much it. Because like I said, not a whole lot else going on in that regard. No, again, this was a game. We we the the spread was fourteen as we predicted, but and we covered and we held it close. But again, this is the game we should have won. But again, it's you kept it close, and it, it won't look that bad at the end of the season, depending upon how we do. We'll talk about our remaining games, what we need to go. The rest of the way to be comfortable we always like being comfortable at the end of the year and we haven't been over the, over the last couple of years so no your final thoughts on this one great atmosphere and everything and we should have got the job done but we did and we're focused on friday
1: yeah i mean it's just one of those games where maybe i'm over overthinking it but watching it saturday and watching it again today i mean it just felt like it as close as the score was it never really felt that close to me they were always in control even though what momentum swings we had just offense I mean uh, defensively I don't know what else to ask from our defense at this point I mean how how many opportunities can you give this offense until Nick Hill and Nick Baker decide to wake up and do something Uh, Deontay Cox's injury did not look good I got to see a replay today he able to get up then he goes to Instantly down, holding his same – I think it's the same knee. He's torn it twice. It's just until we know more, probably we'll never find out. Just He'll just go away from the depth chart or something. Um, Hopefully somebody can confirm that eventually. But just unfortunate having these opportunities and not taking them. It takes you down to where you got to – we think we were going to say you got to win three of the four. I mean, you're almost guaranteed 2 I'd like to say against Western and Indiana State, and you got to win one of the other ones because as you saw, if anybody looked at the bracket tallies last week, and I, I know we ran out of time and wasn't able to get to mind, but we're to the bot, We're on the bubble already. And with a loss like that, I know you don't lose a lot of respect because we kept it close for the most part. Um, You're going to be right on the bubble, and maybe some bracketologies you don't see us in this week until we get another win, but um, great atmosphere. Loved it. Hopefully, the two more home games we have, we can get that many there again.
0: Yeah, we're not going to be home again for another two weeks. We've been barely home this year, but we'll finish off that way. You're right. We need to – we'll get to that point when we talk about the games, but for sure. We know we'll we'll win two games, but you need to get one of those other ones. We'll dive into which ones we think are most likely – either of them are likely but I'd say the home game more but we'll again we'll get to that point that is for sure seven and four you can't be too comfortable at seven and four at the end of the day at the end of the season eight and three should be the goal the rest of the way if he went out that exceeds everything we would have wanted so again yeah it was a great game hopefully we can rebound we need to crush this team next Saturday we'll talk about that game on Friday so for Nick Malone no alerts as always you know it go dogs.